It's episode 15 of the audio production show from Music Radio Creative. I'm your host, Kyron Mountain, and this week it's kind of a part two from last week. We've got Chelsea Bates back in the studio this week, and we're talking with her about some things that were struggles along the way, something she's learned, something she's really enjoyed, and how to recognize opportunities and jump on them. You're sure to learn something. Okay, we're back, and if you missed last week, then go back and listen right now. No, 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 don't, no, hit pause, go back, and listen to the first half of the conversation. We've got Chelsea Bates from Music Radio Creative. She's one of the voices. She's not just a a talented voice. She also is the creative director in central Alberta here in Canada. I've got her in studio with me right now because, well, we know each other. (laughs) It's fantastic. Chelsea, uh, thanks for coming back this week. Hey, thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm so lucky to get you down into my studio for yet another week, which Yay. is fantastic. Thank you. Hey. Uh, we finished rocking about... Um, rocking. Ta- rocking about. We were rocking, we're rocking about, about it. Both, both talking and rocking. Obviously, <laughs> That's this is why, why you have to listen to the last episode. <laughs> well, and this is why you're the professional voiceover. I'm we were, not. We were rocking and talking. We're I like both. your version better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> we've talked about your favorite tools, what you use to record. Um, also talked about your tool, mm-hmm. as in your voice. Um, let's talk about your biggest success story. My biggest success what story. What would you think that would be? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. It doesn't have to be voiceover. It could be anything. I think the biggest thing for me was to be hired by MRC. Yeah. We we're talking about how, uh, you know, just falling into luck every now and then in the last episode. And this one was just one where I sent out a demo, woke up in the morning, read Boom. my email from this Isabella Russell lady. Mm-hmm. Is she, who's this? Who's this? Yeah. Scroll through this. this person? We would love to try you on our website. <gasps> you know, that was amazing. And they've been wonderful to work with. The whole team is wonderful to work mm-hmm. with. So for me, mm-hmm. that is that is not just a plug for our, no. our service. No, like, really, it really was. Really that was my biggest success. And as a voiceover talent, you really want something... You want to have reoccurring clients, right? Mm-hmm. You want to Constant have work. You want to have clients that you don't have to always audition for mm-hmm. because how mm-hmm. many times do you audition and you don't get the job? Because you've done that. You've you've been on those those websites or whatever yeah. that the pay to play websites. Yeah, and then you're constantly doing work and not necessarily getting any work. Yeah, so you you pay for a service. You pay to be a part of this website, and you audition and you audition and you hope. And um, you know what? Those those websites have gotten me some really good clients. Mm-hmm. So it's not a ditch on them, but you know when you. Have have a company sending you work instead of having to try to get the work. That's just a dream. I think the also the other really cool thing about that is that means that you can put that energy into the work you do get yes. and make it even better than I've just done 10, 10 auditions and now one's come back and I'm burnt for the day and I'm mm-hmm. tired, but you need it by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll do it. Where if, if you're getting it coming to you more often than you're like, I'm, I will give you eight takes. How many mm-hmm. takes do you, I will read it 14 different ways. Well, and you're more willing to, to put your best foot forward, I think. Well, and it's, it's different when you have a client coming to you with an audition rather than you going on a site to audition just because you have some spare time. Mm-hmm. So if a client comes to you and asks you to audition, okay. yes, yeah, that's, that's great. Of course yeah. you're going to audition. Um, I would never expect somebody to just hire me off of nothing. Fair enough. Um, in, in any other circumstance where they've never heard my voice before. Um, uh, but you know, on, on these sites that you pay to subscribe to, you are often, it's just kind of, there's scripts there, you record something, you right. send it away and you just hope for the best. And a lot of times you don't hear back. Um, and then, yeah, so getting this, 
Um, no. Not hearing back, no? No. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes if there's a script that you really like, you're like, oh, this would be a cool yeah. one. Or sometimes you see the title of a job go up and you're like, oh, of course I would love to do an ad for um, TELUS. Okay. <laughs> let's say. Uh, telecommunication Tele- company. Yeah. Here. Or um, an internet. Netflix. Uh, let's Netflix. say Netflix. Okay, Netflix. Okay. Who doesn't know what Netflix is, yeah. right? Yeah. So wouldn't that be awesome that to be get that cool. job? Um, so, you know, there are those ones that you kind of do think about after you audition, mm-hmm. but then there's some that you just do and you don't think about again. Sure. And that was kind of how it went with MRC as I sent an, a demo and I didn't really think about it again. I didn't check in. I didn't keep checking, hovering over my email. Because sometimes that can be the worst part, right? It really can. Yeah. It's just best to like do your best, let it go and just hope something I comes know, back to you. I know you. I've applied for a couple things and, mm-hmm. and you're sitting there and you're waiting for it, waiting for it. And then the, the end date the, the passes, passes and, you're and just, then you're sitting there and you're sitting there. Do they like me? There. I don't know. Right? You know, like, do I email them? I don't email. Do I, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think, do you have to teach yourself to be able to just sit back and, and not think about it? Well, there's, you have to be busy, I think. And if you're busy doing other things, if you're busy doing other things, then you won't be thinking so about it. So just keep yourself busy. But if you do one, then. say you do one audition and that's the only audition you do that day. And you don't hear anything. Well, of course, you're going to be disappointed because that's the only one you did. Um, I started to get smart about what I auditioned for. So I wouldn't just audition for anything. Okay. Um, I would start to, you know, you get those, if you're, if you're, if you are a subscriber to one of those websites Mm -hmm. and there's nothing, there's no formula. I I can't tell you that this is the right way to do it. Right. But if there were over a hundred auditions in there already, I wouldn't even bother. Because okay. is me with me as a client, would I listen through 100 auditions? No, I wouldn't. So that's my own personal opinion. If they asked for both male and female announcer on it, because they weren't really sure what they wanted to go with. And they're I, not necessarily looking for, you know, half of it being male, half no, of it. Like, like they're they, looking, they don't know what they, they want. They just don't know what they want. Right. And I'm like, well, if they don't know they want a female, chances are they're probably going to go with a male. And really? that sounds terrible. Really? That sounds terrible to say, but that's still kind of the industry. It's still kind of the... I, well, because you're saying people are, are stuck in the whole... I want the big deep announcer kind yeah, of thing. If they, if they don't know that they want a female, they're probably going to choose a male. Fair enough. You know, I, I, like, I can't say even that guy, that's I, 100% true. Well, I'll I, put it this way. Even as a guy, mm-hmm. my read is limited of the voiceover that I do. I've got a higher voice. As you can hear, I don't have the big deep voice. And I'm, I want to bank on that to be personally honest. And I think we, we, we could talk about finding mm-hmm. your niche later on. but Niche. <laughs> I say it different. Is it niche or niche? Is it potato or is it potato? I know <laughs> the struggles of, of right? voicing, right? Um, <laughs> but you know, yes. I, I know I'm not ever, ever going to be that deep mm-hmm. announcer read. Uh, so, so don't waste your time. Well, if, really like said, if someone know, doesn't know what they want, chances are they want that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never know if they, uh, if they wanted something like that, they'd say real fun, cool, casual, everyday guy. Young, lighthearted. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I would be so looking for. So there are for. descriptions, but sometimes there's not descriptions. Sometimes okay. the client doesn't know what they're looking for. But so, so I guess what you're saying then is you would look for those ones with the description and ones that you feel like you fit into. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, I would, and you would, I would go after make those sure, instead of the I would make sure that it was a female. Right. Uh, that they're asking well, for. Well, that probably helps. I would following make sure. Instructions. I would try to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, um, well, you get sent, you get sent jobs that can be both. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't, but you would like say if you the would client look, hasn't specified, you would get. Right. But you're saying you'd specifically look for, I'm sorry, I was trying to make a joke yeah. about you not being a dude. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not a dude. No. But so you'd go for female. Yeah. Was there anything else you personally would look for? Um, the auditions, how many auditions were, how many, were so going. female and, and how whether many? there's, whether the script was good. Fair enough. <laughs> I would get picky about wow. it. Oh, you can't, 
I, it's I, I really... know I know a writer. I don't know if you ever met him, but that was at the station. He he one of his favorite phrases that I think he 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 used for me was polishing the turd. <laughs> you can only make something that's not good so good. Yeah. Right. So I mean, if the script's bad, you can only sound so good. Yeah. So and that's really true. So yeah, those are some of the things that I look for. So I kind of am more picky about it now. Fair enough. Now you've 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 been at this for a while. Mm-hmm. Would you have a flip side of the biggest success story? Would you have a biggest failure and or learning experience? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I have one that comes to mind okay. right away, actually. I got this message on Facebook one day. It's like, hey, I have a friend who um, needs a, a female voiceover. Um, can I recommend him to you? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I get this message almost instantly from, from this guy. From the other guy. From the other guy. Okay. So a mutual friend, a guy I used to work with. Uh, recommends him to me. And actually this guy messages me right away. Says, I have this job for you. It's for, um, it's for a GPS system. And I was like, Oh my gosh, a GPS system. This is a big deal. Uh, cool. Yeah, for sure. And so what are your rates? Well, uh, so I give him like a rate that I would for a certain amount of words as opposed to the project. Mm. And so I didn't ask key questions. So like you're thinking like a 30 second or no, no, I knew what it would be. I knew what the words would be. So I knew that there were like 200 words. Okay. So I gave him like a 200 word count rate. I didn't ask questions like, well, how many are being manufactured? What countries are they going to? Mm. You know, big vital things. Well, how is so it I mean, used is what you're saying. So I actually listened into a uh, um, a webinar from a voice talent in Vancouver months down the road, and I'd already done this work. Mm-hmm. And you know, in, in my mind, it was awesome. I did great. This was the easiest client I've ever worked with. Okay, they're a wonderful client. Right. Um, you even got no, one of these units eventually. I did. Didn't you? He yeah. sent me a unit. He said, "Yo, great job." You know. Um, and there was really no, nothing bad about it. Like, I can't say anything bad about the experience. It was wonderful. But then I listened into this podcast, this lady who's been doing it for years and she's like, Oh, and I was, I was asked to voice for this toy and they only wanted to pay me X amount, which was way lower than what I would charge. Um, you need to be asking questions, like, but somebody else said that they would do it. And I realized that in this situation, I was at somebody else mm. that I said that I would be, I would I would only charge this amount of money mm-hmm. because I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that maybe I should have like maybe hired an agent there was, there was to more handle value this for me behind what you were doing then. Well, yeah, like I could have made thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on this thing, not to mention because they keep using my voice for new models. What? Oh, so you didn't even like make an, an arrangement or anything like that? I didn't like sign anything. Yeah. I just did it. So that was the biggest learning thing for me is wow. that if you don't really know, um, like this was one of my first big gigs. Like, like this was like MRC pays me every month. Right. Uh, so this was one of my first things that I did on my own Mm -hmm. and I just didn't know. You were excited though. And I mean, I still am really happy about it. It's great. It's really cool to see, uh, to see a prize dropped off at the radio station, which is your thing, (laughs) you know, or like to see a commercial on, on YouTube and that's you. Right. But you're like, oh man, I really, I really so, could have had a lot of money if I would have done that right. I think I know the answer to this already, but would you have done it? Obviously, you would have done it differently. Yes. But would you, you don't regret doing it? No. No. No, I don't regret doing it. And that's yeah. the thing is, is, uh, would I change it? Uh, you would have probably yeah. handled it differently. I probably, like, the thing about that was the client didn't know better, I didn't know better. 
Like it was nobody. He didn't. He wasn't trying to. He wasn't trying to screw me out of money. It wasn't anything like that. We just none of us knew better. The voice and his your buddy recommended. I was the voice. I was gung ho for it. I gave him my rights. Everything was good. He paid me. He gave me more work down the road. um, Still before I really knew how to deal with it. so if he were, were to approach yes, you today... This is the tough thing. Now do I go back and say, well, I realized that I did it wrong this whole time. Mm. Uh, and this is actually what I'm charging now. I don't think that's inappropriate. Yeah. Say my rates have changed. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's you know, you're, mm. you, you, that's what you do to yourself when you don't do it right the first time. But everyone's got a... Yeah. No one's... Like, I got a video game reference. Yeah. Everyone's a noob sometime. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. Everyone starts off as a noob. It is. Well, there's so many groups out there that I kind of got involved with after the fact. So there are voiceover groups on Facebook mm-hmm. and LinkedIn and Twitter. And, and they're you not know, all great, by the way. They're, no, they're not all great. But, you know, you can kind of see what people are doing. You can ask a couple of professionals that, you know, you don't... People that you wouldn't connect with otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. And, you know, you could get an agent and they could deal with that for you. Um, would you ever get an agent? I would. Yeah, I would. I've thought about it. Would that be a soon thing or still down the road thing? Um, I've been thinking about it a lot. Okay. So it would be like within the the next year. Okay. Probably I would like to. So we we could file that under short term goal instead of long term goal. Yeah, that's a short term goal. And I think that's something that is when you're starting to get steady with the work. It's not uncommon. And, and you're kind of. You know, you're looking at like, okay, I'm busy enough on my own. When do I kind of start? Oh God, yeah. Because I mean, not only is the is a, is a uh, an agent gonna mm-hmm. help and find they, you work, yeah, they're gonna help manage all. The well, work. yeah, and they're helpful from the get go. You know, people mm. get them right away, and that's not a bad thing to do because they help educate you a well, lot through the way. I've talked to friends who mm-hmm. aren't in the voiceover industry and they want to get into it, mm-hmm. and their goal is get it get an agent. Yeah, first thing they want to do is get an agent. And I was like. All right. So the Giddy way up if that's what you want to do, but I mean, th- th- you hear stories of people that have done it and are very successful. So mm-hmm. yeah, I know what I would, me what I said would drive people nuts that have been in the voice in, over industry for years. What? What part? The the fact that you know I don't have an agent yet. I I did this job for a few hundred bucks instead of you know thousands. You know that the, there well, would be there would few, be that voiceover guy that's like what? Well, there's also a few <laughs> websites just like that. We I'm not going to mm-hmm. say names, but. Just, I feel like they, mm-hmm. they don't help the industry and they devalue what we do as producers, as voiceovers and stuff, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and we devalue what we do in ways too, There's because people, we don't yeah. know what we're worth. And that's, that's the tough part. And what is it worth? And what are you worth if you just bought a microphone and you have it in your basement and you've never done anything uh, before? What are, what is, what is that person worth? Uh, but maybe he has a really good voice, but maybe he doesn't. And Maybe you his know, gear sucks and doesn't use it, right? Uh, yeah, so you could have the most golden voice, but how do you? It's so, and it? you know, there are tons of webinars and seminars that you can take, but again, time, time, money—they mm-hmm. cost you money. Well, it could cost you money because you, if you're not working, or it could cost you money to yeah. be part of it or anything. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to get there, and not every way is the same. Um. Yes. Completely agree. Not to derail us much more, but uh, would you say that that GPS unit was probably one of the most interesting jobs or projects you had? Yeah. Or would there be another one? I, I would say that one was probably the coolest because for me, like it came with everything. It came with commercials. It came with, 
you know, an actual product that you can hold oh, so in your you hands and listen the commercials to. commercials for the unit? No, oh. but like because the unit was on the commercial. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, you got yeah. to hear me on the commercial cool. as the, the thing. And, you know, I got a big reaction from some people that I know. They're like, oh yes. my gosh, that's so cool. And I'm like, really? And they wanted to borrow it, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I've lent it out to people. I let people use it. That's cool. Um, so that was pr- pretty cool because it's something tangible. In yes. what we do, there's not a lot yeah. of things that you can hold totally. in your hands. You can't really hold an MP3 in your hands. Yeah. Right? So, or a wave or a wav. That's another one. Is it wave or wav? <laughs> we say wave here. But, I say wave. Uh, yeah. So it was just something tangible that you could see and do. Oh, that's really neat that's how they do cool. that. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap up here with uh, probably one more question. And then we can, we can talk about other things if we want. But uh, what would be the top advice then, would you say, to someone who wants to start off rather in radio mm-hmm. or in voiceover? Um, it's just, you know, you got to get to know yourself for a while. I, I didn't just hop into professional voiceover. I voice commercials for radio. So, you know, part, as part of my job, but not really my job mm-hmm. for five years mm-hmm. before I charged anybody anything to, to do something. You know what I mean? Canada here, it's, it's, it's expected if you work at the station, you voice. Mm-hmm. I know in, in overseas, you are part of a union if you're voicing. Yeah. Right? It's, yeah, it's not like as a creative writer, it's not written into my job description. But it's almost uh, expected, Some people though. have it, but it is. It's just something you do because mm-hmm. you like doing it and it's fun and you're not sitting at your desk. True you know story. what I mean? You kind of get to get up and have fun and it's 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 a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it wasn't like if I listened to that first person who said to me that you couldn't voice an announcer role, I wouldn't be doing that. Someone said that to you? Yeah. So, like wow. I, I had a client who wanted me. He asked me because I talked to him on the phone all the time, built a relationship with him. He's like, well, why don't you do this one? And the producer said no. It was a car. And he's like, you can't do a full 30. And at the time, you know, I like to do a full 30. It sounds so silly because a 30 is like seven lines of script, but I would get really nervous and I would, and I wouldn't breathe through the script and I'd run through it and, and then I take a big breath and then then I try to power it out. And like, it was, it was pretty tough for a while, but until I got comfortable, a recording in front of someone, because Mm. you're in front of somebody doing this, being, you know, vulnerable to them and judged by them. Uh, yeah. So it took me a while to kind of overcome that and, and kind of figure out that, Hey, maybe I can do announcer roles, uh, but I worked up to it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it takes a lot of, a lot of, yeah. Hearing yourself in the headphones. Oh yeah. Hear yourself yeah. in those headphones. You need a good set of headphones. If you're voicing without headphones on and not earbuds. Yeah. Not earbuds. Please no earbuds. I mean, um, you have to get used to how you sound. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, when they hear their, their voice for the first time, that's me. Oh, that, I don't sound like that. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time to actually start to hear yourself as you actually sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so spend your time listening to yourself. Uh, <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but don't working... ego or anything. Yeah, working with... Whether it's on your phone. You know, yeah. your phone you can... Has sound recorders now. Yep. You want to just mess around? all terrible. No. Some of them are pretty Some decent. of them are pretty good. Yeah. Um, mess around. Yeah. You know, have Play fun. Play with your voice. Yeah. Spend time alone in your car talking to yourself. Read your scripts out loud. Um, I think that's the really cool thing is, is reading out loud. Just like people, yeah. they're like, okay, I could do this. And it's like, no, you need to actually say it out loud. Yeah. Cereal boxes. You're eating your cereal in the really? morning. Really? Okay. Yeah. I read blueberry containers. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. I, yeah. I sometimes um, will try to voice along with the announcer on television commercials. 
How do you know like, the script? If I've seen the commercial oh, enough. Oh, okay. You're trying to like mimic them. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I've done that. Okay. Yeah. 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 There's just so many things like, that you can do. How do they do that? Do. Oh, let's try it with my voice. Kind of mm-hmm. like trying on a pair of pants. You're mm-hmm. trying on a type of read or something. Yeah. That's cool. The biggest thing is if you don't, you can't win if you don't play the game, Fair you know? Enough. So I just got to keep trying. Like Fair I've enough. got lucky. Yeah, I did. I really got lucky that I got somebody that wanted to pay That's me. Not without <laughs> you know, reason, you, you try, you try and you keep trying, but yeah. Well, I think there, there, there also needs to be a level of talent there. Yeah. There can be luck. Mm-hmm. You can be the luckiest person in the world, but without the actual, um, gumption i don't know well and that's the thing where you have to know your voice because you might have a really high voice that maybe is really good for uh animated series or or sesame street Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. or you know maybe like not everybody is an april ludgate do you ever watch parks and recreation no oh she's just so funny yeah like every you know that deadpan oh you know Uh... like there's just that you don't really care and then you just say something really funny and nobody really notices you because you're saying it like this um and so like so some people have a voice like that conversation until you get the joke kind of thing yeah and some people have a really happy voice and some people have a really nerdy voice and it's kind of nasal and that's okay because there's a spot for you on the bench oh totally (laughs) behind the microphone yes you know like everybody has their place and some, you know what? One man came up to me in the grocery store once. Um, he's a, a strange man that he would just approach me in the grocery store and start mm-hmm. doing voices at me because he wouldn't know who I was. Crazy. Yeah, well, no, I mean, he was wonderful. And, and he started doing um, Sesame Street characters for me, Muppet characters for me, like out of the blue. And I thought it was so strange because I'm like, this man has no idea that I'm actually in this industry and he's doing this. And he was flawless. Mm-hmm. He looked homeless, but he was <laughs> flawless. Wow. It was amazing. And I went, oh, sir. Oh, mm-hmm. sir. You mm-hmm. missed the boat. Yeah. Or like, not to say that he or missed it, but... Missed him. Yeah, it was... Wow. But you know, if if that's a talent of yours, realize it as a talent. It. Realize yeah, it as a talent. Don't Pu- just, people don't even know about this Don't industry. just wander around the grocery store giving it to people. Like, mm-hmm. capitalize on it. I guess yes. that's what I'm trying to say is that when, when opportunity comes knocking... Be able to recognize an opportunity and re- and and act upon it. Yeah. yeah, or just have faith in yourself. Well, you know? I, I, that's something else I I like to believe is that without, of course, be having an ego, mm-hmm. you have to be your own biggest fan mm-hmm. and be able to pump yourself up when people tell you that you can't do a full thirty. Or if you recognize something in somebody, tell it to them because I don't think if oh, it weren't for yes. any some anybody recognizing that in myself, I don't know if I would have seen it. Fair enough. You know, yep. like I didn't, I wouldn't have known that that was a thing or I wouldn't have like that momentum really oh, gets yeah. somebody going. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have, um, a cheer, a cheer crowd. A, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a cheerleading team. You got to have, you have, you have someone in your corner mm-hmm. and the more the merrier, right? Yeah. Oh, Chelsea, this has been absolutely amazing. And we could probably go on forever. <laughs> we'll probably, in fact, actually have you on the show again later on. Oh, boy. Because I know there's secret projects that you're working on that I'm sure we can talk about down the road <laughs> if they happen. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, where can someone find you if they want to get in touch with you via the social media? Social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter. Is that uh, where you're most active? Uh, mostly. That's yes. the best way to get yeah, hold of you? Yeah, that's the best one. Okay, and where are you now? Uh, it is uh, Chelsea Talks. So the word talks, Chelsea. C-H-E-L-S-E-A Talks. V-O 
These will be in the show notes too. So if you, because you're like me and just can't follow along with with letters, then don't worry, it's in the show yeah. notes. And I wanted to do a dot com, com, but that wasn't right. Chelsea talks vo on Twitter. Vo, so like voiceover. Yeah. So okay. Twitter is the absolute best place to get in touch with you. 120 characters, boom. Yeah, unless you want to order it at MRC, you can order my voice yeah. for anything. And okay, so speaking of that, as we wrap up, yeah. uh, we mentioned it last week, and this week we'll say it again: yeah. MRC.fm/promo. Please go there. Please go there. If you like the show, even if even if you're not going to order right away, go there. Take it a look at the voices. And 15, you never know. You might might figure something out listening to the demos. Not just Chelsea's there, but Chelsea is there. Make sure you find her voice, and you can order with her voice, and you'll get 15% off. Thank you. That'd Thank be awesome. You. Thank Save you. yourself some money. Thank you again, Chelsea, for being here this week. Next week, uh, don't miss this episode coming up. We've got a gentleman named Carl Jenkinson. He does things like audiobooks, and we probably... Not going to give it away, but you might want to listen if you like free stuff. Check it out next week on the audio production show from Music Radio Creative. Listen. Discover. Share your ambitions. Express your feelings. Capture what matters. Open the world of audio. The world of audio. Where everything is made to amaze. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Creative.